Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why will why not? And today's what is a delightful trip to the forums of adultdvdtalk.com. Now, as you might imagine, adultdvdtalk.com is a website for people who enjoy pornography. And at one point, apparently, they were buying a lot of the DVDs. Perhaps they still are. But um, it's just a forum for people who love to talk about pornography. Regardless, it's a place where people who like pornography get together and talk about mostly pornography, but sometimes other stuff. And that's what we'll be reading today. But before we get to that, I just want to thank, of course, everyone who supports the podcast on Patreon. Thank you so very much. It's unbelievable to me that you support me because I'm such a terrible podcaster in general. Um, But I super appreciate it. And I thank everyone who supports the podcast by writing reviews and donating via PayPal and uh, asking for magnets. Uh, Please... Please, everyone, continue to do all those things. It's so great. Thank you so much. I really, 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 really appreciate it. There's no way no way I can say it other than that. Um, and, of course, if you would like a magnet and some stickers, please email me at loureads at gmail.com, and I will send you a magnet and some stickers. And you will say, all right, free stuff. Thank you. You're welcome in advance. Okay. And without any further ado, let's get right into this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you, AdultDVDTalk.com forums. So the first thing we'll read is a post in the AdultDVD.com forums, all forums, subforum The Porn Pool, subforum The Porn Pool Forum Page 6, in a thread started by TinTinTin entitled Weird Hobby Porn Location Spotting. And it goes like this. A bit of a weird hobby. But when scenes are shot outside, or give a clue about a location, I tend to use Google and Google Earth to search. For example, it took me 15 minutes to find the location for this Bang Bros scene. Holiday Bowling Center, 106 East Pembroke Road, Hannondale Beach, Florida, USA. According to the website, a nice family bowling center. Winking emoticon. Anybody else with this hobby? And a Gnostic writes... Yes, I do this too, both with the San Fernando Valley and Rio de Janeiro. I don't know why, but just thinking about Mayara Rodriguez just standing here in all her perfection, right where I'm drinking out of a coconut, is somehow cool to me. And Tintintin adds, Another location, this time the new mofo's real slut party. They shot it in the Nash Hotel, South Beach. Brackets, I wonder if this was with permission. And Goldstein asks, This type of thing is always fun. Winking thumbs up emoticon. I really love to ID the great Porn Valley homes used repeatedly for shoots over the years, starting with the one with the arch over the swimming pool, or Peter North's infamous quote-unquote brown couch and quote-unquote pink bedroom house. Peter's quote-unquote brown couch is arguably a porn location in and of itself. Spinning laughing emoticon. And Gunzo adds, Sounds like a nice hobby, but I find the huge luxurious house is quite offensive. Brackets, and I wonder how much cum those carpets have been absorbing during the years. Those places better not become crime scenes, lol. And Tintintin replies, It has been mentioned before on this forum, but this is probably the most famous of them all. It has been used in the original 90210 series. And Ninja1 writes, I'm sure it would be a fun hobby for Rodney Moore fans who live in Seattle. He has done lots of outdoor locations in his scenes. And Goldstein adds, Got a Google Street View of quote-unquote Hooker Alley? Grinning emoticon. 
and Noodles Daddy adds, Nothing to contribute except that I'm loving this thread. Winking thumbs up emoticon. And Stinkfist adds, I missed this thread first time around, but I like it. I could maybe do this with some killer gam dogging mission movies, as they show the location sometimes when outside. It would also be good for the public disgrace scenes from kink.com. And Zambi adds, Great find. This has to be the most popular house in porn history. There have been more porn scenes shot in this house than any other I can think of. FYI, the links you provide lead to a link to this site which provides a virtual tour of the entire home. Click on Tour, look at the different rooms, and you'll probably recognize most of those rooms from several porn movies. BTW, I wonder if the owners actually live in this house or just rent it out for porn shoots. I couldn't imagine living in that house, thinking of all the cum shots, lube, and ass juice that have been deposited all of the place. And Palm Key 77 writes, Yeah, one day I will buy this house and use blacklight looking for DNA. LOL. Everything will be fluorescent. But where is the house with the pink glass wall where the girls like to tease? Grinning emoticon. Famous one, too. And Zambi adds, Yeah, that is probably the second most popular house in porn. Winking emoticon. That is the one with the multicolored rooms. It has a jacuzzi or bath area with the infamous pink glass or ceramic wall with square tiles. I believe that house has the infamous arch over the infinite pool. Here is a shot of the big arch in the background. And there is a photo of a naked woman wearing dog collar and handcuffs, which are all bedazzled, kneeling on a pedestal while another woman who is wearing a random assortment of leather garments and what looks like a limo driver's hat is holding the naked woman uh, on a chain leash. Here's a shot of the inside of the house. And there's some sort of weird scene with some women not being nice to each other. And here's the bright green hallway in the same house, which I think is upstairs. And there is a an odd-looking woman in a strange uh, set of lingerie staring at the camera. If I find a pic of the pink wall, I'll post it. And Goldstein adds, How about a side business of catering to true believer perverts, enabling them to watch a favorite girl and scene in the actual location where it all happened, and letting them masturbate in the very spot where it all, ahem, went down, and she took the cum shot. Take a tour of the house, watch the behind the scenes, and compare it all to the real thing. Take the star to lunch afterwards. Asterix. Separate add-on upcharges applies. Please allow two weeks advance notice, and remember, lunch means just lunch. Sound too pervy for you? If they don't get too greedy, I'm thinking I could be interested in something like this. Peanut butter jelly time banana gif masturbating. And Noodles Daddy adds, Why do so many porn houses look so minimalist and sterile, and like they honk to high heaven of bleach? Really cold clinical environments full of faux chic decor, yet reeking of money. Just shows you you can't buy taste. Never been keen on these types of settings. Give me somewhere dark and grotty any day. Still an excellent thread, though. And Palm and Palm Key 77 adds, Yes, we were talking about the second famous porn house. The one with the pink glass wall. That's the one I will buy after the big lottery. LOL. And Zambi replies, yes, that's the infamous pink wall. This is the second most popular porn house of all time. The INY house is the first most popular. Brackets, i.e., one I posted the virtual tour link for. BTW, the number one house, is estimated by Zillow and other real estate sites to be worth 2 to $3 million and is located in Encino. Hard to believe how many scenes have been shot in that house. Here's a very old article from the New York Times, 1996, where they talked to the owner about how much money they were paid to rent the house out for mainstream TV series, movies, and music videos. I guess this house first started showing up in porn movies around the mid-2000s. 
I think possibly the number three most popular porn house is the one used by WCP in several shoots. It has this pool and surrounding deck on top of a hill overlooking a valley, but the inside is nowhere near as swanky as the number one and number two homes discussed, and it looks like an older home. And Tin 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 replies, Nice info, but we still don't know the address of the second house, brackets, or location on Google Maps. Anyone has pictures of the threeth house? Maybe I will recognize it. I also wonder where the shops are situated that they use in every clip in Reality King's Money Talks. Those shops must be running low on cash to permit some fucking between shoes, clothing, hairdress shop. And Tin 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 adds again. And here's another spot. The glory hole board from the latest episode of Money Talks was put against the yellow wall. Brackets, Collin Court, Miami Beach, Florida. Apparently that scene was shot with an actress that goes by the name of Candy Cooch. And Morbid Thoughts adds. Weird, I've been to the house twice, and I've been in many of those rooms but never saw that pink wall. Wonder where it was hidden. And LCF adds, I don't think it's actually pink. I saw a glass wall like that, transparent, yellow, blue, and even bicolored, brackets, blue and transparent. I think it takes the color of the lights you would use to have the effect, though I don't know where it is. And Charn adds, Big houses with big driveways or parking lots are more convenient for shooting and parking, especially when the performers for several scenes are all on set waiting with their piles of luggage, but the directors frequently get distracted and shoot the house instead of porn. But that costs more money. The cheaper route is a conspicuous display of wealth. And Tin 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 adds, wait, and Morbid Thoughts adds, it's a solitary ranch mansion built on the side of a valley. There must be two acres of valley terrain surrounding the property. Closest neighbor is about half a mile away. Is that enough for you? And Tin 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 adds, Yeah, I always wondered if it was situated on the edge of a quote-unquote normal neighborhood. There's a whole lot of desert in the background. And Rear Admiral adds, I wonder if there shouldn't be a Rule 34A. If you have a strange internet porn interest, someone out there shares it. I figured I was all alone in this interest. A sub-interest in internet porn is locating where an outdoor scene, brackets or part of it, was shot by looking for identifying features in the video. I had a blast watching all of the videos on Teaser's VOD and using Google Street View to scout out some of the locations and see how really daring it was for the models to flash or undress there. I hope others with this interest stumble onto this thread and add to it. And Harry Patel adds, Okay, I've done that. It's a shame those guys had to pack it in. One of the public disgrace shoots was done in a place where you could not only look at the outside of Google Street View, but actually go inside the store. And Rear Admiral adds, I'm pleasantly surprised to learn that someone else was interested in scouting out the locations for many teaser shoots. I'm glad I did that because it made it more obvious how risky their brand of public nudity was. There are two or three scenes that I was never able to locate, and if you're okay with it, I'd like to see if you can point out where they were. I don't want to change the thread here, so let me know if you're okay with that, and I'll ask a couple of questions. The scenes are mostly in residential areas where there weren't many distinct landmarks. If you've got some unidentified locations, I might be able to provide an answer. As for teasers, I agree with you. I'm a big fan of public nudity, and in my opinion, teasers was the best on the net. Other sites had more daring public nudity, brackets like nude in LA, the locations of those shoots too. But teasers was able to capture the nervousness of the models, which turned the heat up a lot. Nude in LA was almost clinical in comparison, though I will admit to looking up the locations of some of those shoots too. I can't help but think of how great teasers could have remained if they hadn't been shut down by the city. The downturn in public nudity became evident as they began posting their new series, quote-unquote Girls of Porn Valley, and in some cases the shoot was almost entirely in the crew's living room. 
Brackets, incidentally, it was an interest in locating the residential property where the shoots all began with the quote-unquote bikini walk that started this hobby of looking for locations. If they had been allowed to continue, we'd likely have lots of daring public nudity and it would have been great to see new stuff shot in HD. I'm also a fan of public disgrace, but I haven't scouted any of those locations yet. But as you already know, all the more daring ones are shot in Europe, so locating those may be a bit more work. And Charn adds, locating American pro shoots gets rapidly boring, since they're almost all in one neighborhood in SoCal. It gets more interesting in amateur picks with a variety of architecture and landscape. Knowing the approximate locations would also help me label and organize my picks. Watching Reality King's We Live Together, I always wonder where the paintless apartment is located where they shoot most of the lesbian stuff nowadays. In some scenes, you can clearly see a water tower in the background. I know it has to be somewhere in Florida, but it was difficult to find the correct water tower. Seeing a scene of Mom's Lick Teens, I finally could see some letters, and bingo, Fort Lauderdale. The rest is history. Google Maps is your friend. The apartment has more paint on the outside than on the inside. Brackets, this took a couple of hours to find, including the exact location. 85 Northwest 5th Street, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The first floor in the corner is the location. Brackets, looking at the height of the electric poles. And Mr. Wong adds, Interesting topic, and a nice break from the endless anal threads that dominate ADT. And although it goes on for two more very long pages, we'll leave that thread and go to a new thread in the all forums, subforum The Porn Pool, subforum The Porn Pool Forum, page 615, in a thread started by Refuse, entitled, Anyone Seen But Fucked by a Black Man Yet? And it goes like this. This was a must-buy on my list, especially for the Bianca Pureheart scene. But then I remembered the nast habit Red Light has of putting that annoying watermark on their discs. Anyone seen this yet? I don't mean a preview on a website either. Has anyone actually watched this DVD? Does it have a matter mark on it? If the answer is yes, then those guys have lost my sale. And the lone gunman answers and finishes the thread by saying, I think all Red Light DVDs have that watermark now. The only new one that doesn't is Dark Side, because it's a feature film. And we'll leave that thread and go to a new thread in the AdultDVDTalk.com forums, subforum all forums, subforum storytime, in a thread started by Wolvie667 entitled, Looking for Someone to Write a She-Mail Story. And it goes like this. I am looking for someone who wants to write a story for me concerning a she-mail. I was thinking about the following. A boy, 19, is at school and he is going to his last lesson. It is biology. When he gets there, he finds out that his normal biology teacher is sick, but the school has found a replacement at a teacher's education. He is totally mesmerized by her, but what he doesn't know is that she is a she-male. Would also love it if a fox fur coat was included in the story, and it can also be used in the sex. Brackets, masturbate, sex on it. Who wants to work this out with me? And sadly, no one ever replies. And from there, we'll stay in the Storytime subforum and read a new post by Duster420 entitled Storylines in Porn. And it goes like this. Hard to believe when the story is of a guy fucking his best friend's mom and all he does is pull his cock out and she's all over it. Damn, 
Why not make it at least somewhat believable by having the guy to actually work towards seducing her? Have the woman resist the advances, try to talk reason into him, something. It's hard to even find a good Lolita storyline porn that doesn't just jump into sex. Russian Lolita is a prime example of how to do it except for the softcore. The Taboo series had great story, and now you can't find a decent incest movie. No English, no build-up, nope, guy just simply walks up to mom, looks at her, and she devours his cock without a word or slightest hint of resistance. If anyone has suggestions, plus let me know. And Black Six adds, Are you looking for incest storylines? There are a number from the 70s. It was a common theme in films back then, even if the whole film wasn't about it. And again, sadly, that is the end of this thread. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the all-forum subforum World News Nonsense in a thread started by Rob Fleming, deactivated user, in a thread he entitled Paul Ryan's Peculiar View of Women, Rape, and Abortion. And it goes like this. Since Democrats have decided to make the distinction between quote-unquote forcible rape and quote-unquote ordinary rape a campaign issue, perhaps it would be instructive to discuss the difference between the two. Recently, Todd Akin and New Republic VP candidate Paul Ryan co-sponsored the quote-unquote No Taxpayer Funding for Abortion Act. Under H.R. 3, only victims of quote-unquote forcible rape would not qualify for federally funded abortions. Sounds legitimate enough. Democrats making a big issue out of this distinction are completely missing the point that if the rape isn't forcible, brackets presumably with the victim having some physical signs that force was applied, then how are we to know for sure that it was really rape? In which case, how are we to have taxpayers subsidize an abortion that might not even be necessary? Perhaps it's the word quote-unquote forcible that's causing all the ruckus. Admittedly, quote-unquote forcible is a vague word. Quote-unquote excessive rape? No, that doesn't sound good either. Quote-unquote non-consensual rape? Meh. Quote-unquote physically abusive rape? That sounds too harsh. Quote-unquote extraordinary rape? Bingo. So, because it's important to maintain a clear distinction here, just remember, quote-unquote ordinary rape equals not so bad. Quote-unquote extraordinary rape equals bad. So there it is. Democrats, make no mistake about it. Paul Ryan is completely and totally opposed to extraordinary rape. And Cody McLarge adds, rapes of all kinds that result in a pregnancy account for less than 0.001% of rapes and abortions. I'd rather just let my taxes pay for 0.001% of abortions rather than pay for any more. Then again, I'd rather fully restrict all funding for Planned Parenthood and like clinics entirely. But this wasn't a bad compromise. And as I recall, Blunt and Aiken pushed the quote-unquote define rape message and Cantor and Boner tossed them under the bus. Ah, Missouri. And Bono One writes, Ordinary rape, not so bad. That is just pure horseshit. If you are forced to have sex against your will, be it from someone you know or someone you don't know, it's rape and there is no degree to how good or bad the act is. I can't believe this is even a discussion point to be had. And Rob Fleming replies to Cody McLarge in regards to rapes of all kinds resulting in pregnancy being about 0.001%. Which makes you wonder about the virility of rapists, since they're statistically so unlikely to impregnate women. In which case, is this even an issue at all? And Kimmy Licks adds, Personally, as a victim of rape-related pregnancy, I'd just like to bash your head in. Not forcibly, just ordinarily. And Rob Fleming asks again, 
Cody, do you have a link to this statistic? It's a very good statistic to toss at Democrats who make a big deal out of this issue. I don't want to use it if you just made it up, though. And Cody McLarge replies, no, and can you provide an actual study that says it's more like 5%? PP doesn't list the instances of rape-related abortions. Maybe I should just have said it's really rare, but not an issue. And Rob Fleming writes, Damn it, Cody. It doesn't help when you make up statistics. I really wish you'd stop doing that. It's also inexcusable considering you've said that you're an economics professor. And Cody McLarge replies, Sorry, but I really don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. It's not an issue. So I felt like being flippant. And Rhodes to Moscow writes, It took you four posts to realize you, quote-unquote, don't really want to talk about it. You're a real piece of work, sir. And Lindy writes, well, so easy for you to be flippant when it doesn't concern you in any way. Let people who have actual experience with these life-altering circumstances make their own decisions. Your tax dollar isn't paying for abortions. What they're talking about is forcing raped women and girls to carry to term pregnancies that result from rape. The guy who likes to insert themselves into the decisions making have proven themselves over and over again to be ignorant and flippant. And my load adds, rape is rape no matter what you call it, and it's all bad. And Cody McLarge replies again, Actually, I have talked about it quite a bit, remember? We had a whole goal round on who should get punished for falsifying a rape charge. I realized my problem would be solved with a simple affidavit. So that is what I'm for. I really don't care if it's rare. That only serves to dismiss the whole discussion altogether. No matter how rare, it remains a problem society and law would have address. And Lindy adds, this thing stinks, and what it reeks of is the old rape trials where the woman was grilled about quote-unquote false accusations unless she had been beaten within an inch of her life. The idea that if she was really virtuous about protecting her honor, she would scratch and claw until she got stabbed or shot before quote-unquote giving up, she'd better be showing at least some serious bruises and broken bones or maybe some ripped-off scalp or something. You know, I hope we still aren't doing that shit at trials, and I sure don't want panels of male clergy members, brackets, or whatever the next stupid idea is, sitting around making judgments about which rapes are legitimate. How very Taliban-like. Fuck off. And Cody McLarge adds, Roe v. Wade made it worse. On-demand, no-conditions abortion is an anathema and a great moral failing. It should end. But it is stupid, asinine, and inexcusable to draw some kind of line between quote-unquote rape and quote-unquote legitimate, quote-unquote forceful, quote-unquote first-degree rape. Aiken should be ashamed and suspended from the campaign. The NRCS, the RNC, and even Super PAC's American Crossroads and Crossroad GPS have decommitted from supporting the Senate race altogether. It's time for this quote-unquote frankly wrong idiot to get out of the race altogether. And Sex Shop Girl adds, Until you've experienced an abortion, you don't know jack shit about it. On demand, my ass. No conditions, my ass. You probably view it as an easy way out. I got news for you. No matter what the decision might be regarding an unwanted pregnancy, there is no easy way out for the woman. After reading this thread, I have lost a great deal of respect for many of the posters here. What really gets me is that the anti-choicers make it out like we encourage abortion. All women who get pregnant from rape should have abortions. That's not what we're saying. We don't want to see someone deny their right to choose any more than we want abortions forced on any women like they do in China or India. We're saying stay the fuck out of it. My choice doesn't concern you. You're not the ones that have a fetus to carry, to raise or give up. 
You're not the one who has to explain to other people that your uncle, dad, or your own husband couldn't keep his dick in his pants. You're not the ones who provide for or worry about that child might come back to find you. You're not the ones that have to relive something so traumatic over and over and over and over again. Believe me when I say, I was raped at 12 and I still relive it sometimes at 40. I can still remember the way his hair smelled. It never goes away. Now at a pregnancy and a kid to that equation. God bless those mothers out there who conceive from rape and are able to keep those kids and raise them or adopt them out without any qualms. And God bless Planned Parenthood and other pro-choice groups out there who help the ones who can't. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the All Forums Subform the Porn Pool in a thread started by Getting Weird entitled All Things Dap. And it goes like this. What's some recent good double anal scenes from around the last two years? It seems like it's making a comeback, and Bobby Starr and Amy Brooke got me hooked. Used to think it was weird, but it's so nasty it's hot. More DAP for 2011. And Dan writes, A French porn lady, Shania Tweaks, has taken two dicks for a few dap rides during the last couple of years. And double anal team cream pies num- <laughs> And double anal team cream pies one shows an all-Russian ladies team take on the horny guys for dap cream pies. Every lady in this film takes on the same two horny guys for her dap rides. These guys must be real dap experts by the time they get to dap ride their sixth pretty lady. And getting weird writes, saw Shania tweaks in two... <laughs> Ugh. Saw Shania tweaks in quote unquote two cocks in the booty five. It might be the best dap I've seen. Even does tap for a few sex. Good request looking for more like that. And Gape Fan writes Anal Buffet five has several dap scenes. One with Anita Hanger and another with Isabella Clark. And Anal Buffet six looks to include even more when it's released. Check out the trailer. And Ninja One replies. Ava Divine in Dark Meat Number 4 is outstanding. If someone who has seen it knows of other dap which is better or equal, I'd like to know the title slash performer. And getting weird ads. Alyssa, brackets Laura, in Hardcore Climax 18 is the most insane double anal I've ever seen. Her gape is so huge it looks photoshopped. And gape fan ads again. Also, the new Sheena Shaw dap featured in Jules Jordan's quote-unquote Ass Worship 14. Both of these new daps are some of the best filmed to date. Winking thumbs up emoticon. And get weird replies. Both look pretty good. Gonna have to check them out. And Gabe Fine replies again. Two new daps coming from Cineplex. One featuring Sandra Romaine. The other featuring her younger sister Alice Romaine. Popcorn eating emoticon. And embedded in the post is a tweet from Cineplex 2 at Gapefan. Dap with Sandra Romaine and Alice Romaine in a few hours. Ass full of cream. Double anal teen cream? Hmm, what line? And Iadner writes, Love DAP. Love the Romaine sisters. But I hate cream pies. Frowning emoticon. I want to see facials. And Gapefan replies, The cream they're referring to is canned whipped cream. They squirt it in the girl's ass and then she farts it out. It's possible the scene finishes with a facial. We'll just have to wait and see. And Miss Minty22 writes, Check out Gangbang 3, featuring two first-timers, Cagney Lynn Carter and London Keys, both delivered. And Ian Nier writes, Yes, the Gangbanged series from Elegant Angel is the best. Five movies, ten scenes so far, eight of them with double anal. Keep them coming, grinning emoticon. And Sharpo9 writes, I love this thread. Thanks for all the info, guys. 
and apparent adult performer Sharon Shivan writes, I did double anal and more, winking emoticon. An ultimate dap fan replies, Dear Sarah, did you try triple penetration? Brackets, two in the ass and one in the pussy, or two in the pussy and one in the ass? Four question marks? You said before the gangbang that you are planning to try it. And Sarah Siobhan replies, Yes, I did. The couch we were fucking on wasn't working so well for it, so they may only use that footage in a dream sequence. The act itself was easy for me, but staying in place on that couch was impossible. And Harry Scribble writes, DAP and DPP equals the gay edge of straight porn. Before someone wrongly assumes I'm calling any actor gay, I'm actually just pointing out an aspect of the thing. Obviously, they're not gay. However, I can't help finding it strange, to say the least, that guys are actually rubbing their cocks against one another's in this kind of porn. I would really like to hear a comment from them on this issue. It must feel really odd in some way. An ass-feek replies to Miss Minty 22 by adding, It really just details, but if first times are things, Cagney's first dap is in, quote-unquote, Cagney Lynn Carter is relentless, her elegant angel feature. An ultimate dap fan responds, That is fantastic to know, but what do you mean by, brackets, only use that footage in a dream sequence, question mark, question mark. Will they not include this part in the actual scene when released? And Sarah Siobhan replies, couldn't get that much consistent penetration because I kept falling off the couch and losing the position I had to be in. Did it with three boys, then Donna with a huge strap on and two boys. Both attempts, the cocks went in fine. We just kept falling off that fucking couch. An Ultimate Dap fan replies, Well, can't wait to see the scene. Sounds amazing. Hope they include the triple penetration footage and not edit it out. BTW, thanks a lot for caring enough to reply to my questions. Not many stars do that. The majority don't reply and don't tweet back with answers to our questions. Thanks for being so special on and off the screen. I'm pretty sure you are a wonderful person, and I hope I can meet you someday, although I know it is impossible. And Ladner adds, The quote-unquote whipped cream in the ass is not for me. Frowning emoticon. But more dab with the Romaine sisters, please. And ALB fuck replies, Channel Preston double anal upcoming. And Ladner replies, Great news, thanks. And Roscoe Fuji replies to Harry Scribba, It's not gay. It's been established in other posts that as long as there's a girl in the same zip code as said cocks rubbing together, it's called homoerotic. And Todd Gack replies, Semantics. Two cocks rubbing together in a girl's ass and her vag outside of her body or in or out of the porn biz is a gay act. If you think quote-unquote homoerotic has a nicer ring to it or is just more PC, then call it homoerotic. It's still a gay act. And Kill Bill Volume 69 replies, How many gay guys do you know who would want to fuck a girl just so they can rub against a penis? Not that many, I'm guessing. So if gay guys wouldn't do it, how gay is it? Not that much, huh? Homoerotic is not the same thing as gay. You could say dap is very bi if you like, but it's not gay. And Roscoe Fuji replies, You clearly don't get humor when you see it. I'll explain it to you. A while back, there was a lengthy discussion on a thread called, quote-unquote, Is Double Anal Gay? It's like a chicken-slash-egg debate. On one hand, it is a girl they're fucking. But O-T-O-H, it is anal and the cocks are rubbing. At this point, it became homoerotic because of the girl factor. It went around and round. And Todd Gack replies, For clarification, I never said homoerotic equals gay. I said homoerotic and quote-unquote gay acts, brackets e.g. rubbing cocks in a girl's ass-slash-vag, means the same thing. Someone can participate in such a gay act yet not be gay. An ultimate DAP fan replies, Enough with this fucking nonsense that's been going on for years whether DAP-DDP Enough with this fucking nonsense that's been going on for years whether DAP-DPP are gay or not. You like it, then watch. You don't like it, then don't fucking watch it. End of fucking story. 
And Joe Blow 123321 replies, Exactly. I personally couldn't imagine my Johnson rubbing along another dude's and some chick's ass, but fuck if I don't enjoy watching it. It's 2013. Time to get over this whole quote-unquote that shit is gay attitude. Just move along to the next video. There's like 18 billion more out there. Brackets, though that said, something about seeing a dude who's jerking off into a chick's mouth, yet miss and have his splooge land on the leg of another dude trying to jerk off onto her mouth, instant boner killer. But it's not a quote-unquote gay thing, more of a quote-unquote ew thing. And getting weird ads. Funny how the title of this thread clearly has DAP in it, yet people who supposedly don't like it still end up here. Starting to think they're just trying to convince themselves they don't like it. And Roscoe Fuji replies, just because someone does or doesn't like watching it really has nothing to do with the debate on whether it's hot, gay, stupid, or homoerotic. It makes for a pretty dull place to be around if no one can express an opinion contrary to someone else's. And Cerebral Jedi writes, Can't there be a happy medium? A balance in the force, rolling around laughing emoticon, where one likes it yet also wonder at or comment on the degree of its supposed gayness? and not being labeled a homophobe or a self-loathing in denial guy. And ALB fuck replies, When is coming Roxy Ray double vagin double anal scene? And Dan Demand replies, Why are you screaming? And although that thread goes on for another 70 pages and devolves into mostly people just posting amazingly graphic photos of people being doubly penetrated in their asses, we'll leave that thread and go to a new thread in the adult DVD talk forums subforum The Porn Pool in a thread started by Lone Wolf entitled Porn Girls Improving Their Gapes. And for those who don't know, a gape is when people are having anal sex and you pull the penis out of the anus, or tilto if you prefer, and it's how long the anus stays open after the, the penis is pulled out because the sphincter muscles are so tired. And the thread goes like this. This topic will be dedicated to some of the porn girls who are working seriously on improving their beautiful gapes for the viewer's ultimate pleasure. The first girl I'm going to propose is Leanne Parker. I discovered Leanne earlier this year in Rocco's XXX Fuckery, and I was already amazed by her cute gape. Lynn Parker before? But a few days ago, I was totally blown away when I watched Private Special College Whores and saw Leanne gaping like this. You will surely agree. That's a huge progress, and I think she can become even better given the progress she accomplished in only one year. Let's hope for the best. We are really thankful of such efforts being made and can only encourage other anal girls to follow suit, and perhaps we can discover the next queen of gapes. All gape lovers are, of course, invited to provide news on other girls and updates on their progress. Enjoy! Smiling Emoticon. And Jiggly Boobs adds, I can't say I do agree. I don't see much, brackets, if any difference. And Kyle's writes, There was a time when I used to get repulsed by even a little gape. If I get to see the red internal parts, then it would ruin the girl for me. But now, bigger the gape, harder the fapping. Smiling emoticon. And Lone Wolf replies, Same for me, even worst. I couldn't watch an anal scene as I would find it so disgusting, but now I realize it's the most beautiful thing. And High Contrast writes, Bailey Blue, for sure, is improving her gape size. Compare her first anal scenes from about five or so months ago to the ones she is capable of now, as seen in her quote-unquote wide-open movie. Fingers crossed she gets the attention of Jay Sin for a future quote-unquote gape lover's movie, Grinning Emoticon. And Lone Wolf replies, Dude, to make this thread more interesting, please try to supplement your views with a link to some pics. 
about Bailey Blue. I haven't been following her before, so I don't know about her previous gapes, but it's a very nice gape she has been sporting recently, as can be seen in Ass Factor 4. Check it out! Above all, what I really appreciate is that this girl has only started anal about a year or so ago, and now she's shooting almost anal-only scenes. It's really fantastic! I, ho <laughs> I hope other U.S. porn starlets who are still into suggesting-slash-marketing their possible first anal scenes are as bold as Bailey and jump into anal with so much eagerness. And Mystery Boy writes, Damn, that Leanne Parker is absolutely stunning. Definitely need to look for her scenes. And Lone Wolf replies again, so let's move on to the next starlet who has been doing a huge progress on her gape. Petite girl Penny Pax has started porn officially in 2012, and she has been bold enough to do anal very early in her career. Brackets, good choice, winking thumbs up emoticon. However, when she started anal, even though she could take very big dicks, it didn't appear that she could be a gaper. Her ass used to close immediately after the guy removes his cock. Penny Pax before. But if you guys check her latest scenes, I think no one could deny that her gape is now amazing. Enjoy from Ass Factor 4. Penny Packs now 1, Penny Packs now 2. What do you say? And Gape Lover adds, Images don't load for me, but bigger improved gapes are welcome. Grinning Emoticon. And High Contrast adds, Me either, no images are showing. Just use Imgur instead. On topic, Check out Brittany Shannon's awesome gape from her first ever anal shoot. Very impressive stuff already, if you ask me. Imagine how much bigger this could be if she kept working on it in future scenes. Heart, eyes, smiling emoticon. And GapeLover247 writes, Hi, Lone Wolf. For me, Cassandra Nix and Casey Calvert have gapes really impressive. Their scene in everything but has been... <laughs> Their scene in everything but has been a continuous enjoyment. Now, Cassandra gape, Casey gape. And Lone Wolf replies, Thanks a lot, dude, for those fine contribution. That Casey gape is driving me crazy. Hard eyes smiling emoticon. And Leia Falcon writes, I've been working on my gapes. Winking emoticon. And Lone Wolf replies, OMG, porn star Leia Falcon is reacting to this thread. Smiling emoticon. Thanks for the honor. I now have the duty of dedicating my next post to you. And High Contrast replies, Fantastic news. It does help that you are a rare breed of porn star who can take the biggest cocks on the planet up there with no problem at all. Grinning Emoticon. If Jay Sin recruited you for one of his movies, he would give you some top lessons on opening you ass even further. Smug Emoticon. And Stephen Welch adds, Superb topic and some delicious gapes. And High Contrast writes, Alice Romaine will totally fucking blow your mind with her incredible body and beautiful face, combined with her nasty and slutty anal abilities. And you will want to turn the volume up to max as Dana and Proxy make some crazy sounds with their assholes. Grinning emoticon. And Lone Wolf replies, So as promised, my next post will be dedicated to porn star Leia Falcon. She has been sweet enough to react on this thread, so we owe her that. Hmm, nice having a girl tell us that in reference to her saying she's working on her gapes. We're going to see precisely that. For those who are not familiar with Leia, here are some pics of this blonde beauty. Leia has officially started porn in 2012 and has started doing anal only very recently. As per IAFD, there are only three anal titles to date. I didn't find a good shot of her gape before. This only close enough pic I got was from her page where she gapes a little after pushing a big dildo up her ass. So I'm using it for the sake of comparison. Leia Falcon before, 
Well, Leah hasn't lied when she says she has been working brackets hard on her gapes. We can see a great progress in the gape she delivers in Ass Factor 4. Leah Falcon, now. Some of us may not be totally satisfied with it yet, but I can propose some explanations. IMHO, it is very tough for Leah to gape very wide, as you will note that she has a very small and tight asshole. Brackets third picture above. Also, my personal observation is that girls with big ass cheeks, as Leia, usually don't gape too wide. Perhaps Leia can confirm this herself later. Verdict. My opinion is that given she's a beginner in anal scenes and my explanation given just above, Leia Falcon has a very good gape. So please tell us, Leia, what techniques have you been using to improve your gapes? And Leia Falcon replies, LOL, that's funny. The quote-unquote before was done months after the quote-unquote after. There's no technique. I just take big black dicks and smile. Also, my asshole has never been before called tight. It's like a Mary Poppins bag. I can fit almost anything. And Lone Wolf replies, Wow, thanks again, Leia, for responding so quickly to your fans. Brackets, she's now with Cayenne Klein, the sweetest porn star I've chatted with. Winking, thumbs up emoticon. Sorry for the before and after thing. I did say I didn't find the proper pick and it was being used for comparison only. If you have a quote unquote real before pick, do send to me. I'll post it. With that comment about your ass fitting anything, I think you're sending Jason fans into anal heaven. That promises so many great gaping scenes to come. Heart eyes emoticon. And Gabe Lover 24 7 writes, Keep an eye on Zoe Monroe, guys. During the month of September and October were released only anal scenes and double penetration scenes. Hard Eyes Emoticon, there's a high probability that her ass is widening. I am following you closely. Yesterday was released from Bang Bros, a Mr. Anal Scenes, a new gape coming. At least I hope so. Cheers. This thread deserves a considerable amount of gape, guys. Masturbating peanut butter jelly time banana emoticon. And Lone Wolf writes, Dude, thanks for the info. I'm thinking of adding a subsection to this current thread, brackets care, not a new thread, known as Gape Watch, a form of babe watch but for gapes, smiling emoticon, where we seriously believe a chick who has just started anal has the potential or could be a potential gaper. I was already working on Annika Albright since she is releasing her first anal this month, but I haven't seen the movie Anarchy yet and the trailer doesn't show any gape, frowning emoticon. I believe she will be a serious candidate, but we will have to wait a little bit more. I suggest that you already start Gape Watch by posting a picture of Zoe Monroe's actual gape. Then as months go by, we'll check wherever considerable improvement is noted and comments will follow. What do you say? And Gape Lover 24-7 adds, Good idea, friend. Rename the photos as Gape and then the date. Oh, Gape Lover, I love Angelique Duval. I am crazy of the French and Russian girls because they have no trouble getting open the ass by a dick. Angelique's gape is fantastic. Thank you, friend. Winking thumbs up emoticon. And although this thread goes on for another 54 pages and descends again similarly into mostly photos of people with their asses spread open remarkably wide, we'll move on from this thread to a new thread. And the thread we'll go to from there is in the subforum The Porn Pool, subforum The Porn Pool forum page 615, and the thread started by Aztec Gold 11 entitled Faking Cream Pies. And it goes like this. It seems that a male could possibly fake cream pie ejaculations, and with editing, the director could have as messy a scene as he would want. Here's a recipe for quote-unquote fake cum that can be used with the Peter North ejaculating dildo. Quote-unquote, 
Note, inside the box, you may get a recommendation for a jaculate recipe that says one quarter cup of sweet condensed milk, one egg white, and add sugar until you reach desired thickness. Do not follow it. It can lead to a yeast infection. A better alternative for internal pop shots is plain yogurt with water added. Sound crazy, but trust us. Comments? An RLD fiend writes, Oh, it happens. One company in particular I have extremely strong suspicions about. We can tell when it looks like milk or pina colada mix, dude. And Splut adds, whenever I catch a studio pulling off this deception, they never get another cent of my money. An Astronite replies, every time I review a cream pie scene, if I have even the slightest doubt about whether or not the cream pie is real or fake, it goes in the review. Heck, I've even pointed out when it looked real, but the camera work made me wonder. The look of the cum, not seeing any cum, editing, and a few other things are normally pretty clear indicators of a faked cream pie. And Leo replies, this thread is hilarious. I'm making you all honorary cum inspectors. I hear those Hollywood folks quote-unquote fake some of their stunts as well. And James Ann writes, Jesus, the studios faking it well enough to fool people should be commended. Why do you care so much if it's 100% pure Florida parolee juice anyhow? And Scipio writes, just as long as no female orgasms are ever faked, that would just be unethical. And Zoid adds, I'm not sure about yogurt. The color is too saturated white, and with water added, it will probably become too thin brackets watery to resemble cum. I have seen some obvious fake cream pies in vintage French movies, just as fake oral cum shots. BTW, I'm expecting Zartier to chime in and write an essay about the benefits of fake cream pies. And PL replies, I hate them. I note them in my reviews as well, and I actually deduct from the scene if I have the slightest feeling it was faked. Even if I think it's real, but there's questionable camera work slash editing, I note that as well. Much like Astro, I don't like being lied to, and fake internals are, well, lies when faked. If you liked anal, you wouldn't want to see a quote-unquote anal title where the girl only does anal with a toy in the intro. Well, I know I wouldn't. I recently had an issue with a company putting, quote-unquote, an anal interracial movie, which all scenes but one were anal. I took off points for deception. Ended up upsetting the company. But the way I see it, box covers sell movies. I think you can all see the parallel I'm drawing here. Deception is not good. And James N. replies, Deception's fine. If it's a bunch of closet cases asking for something stupidly dangerous, they can't reliably identify anyhow. What they don't know ain't gonna hurt them. Just the people they throw themselves at in fanboy proskinesis, where they don't really care if they die painful, protracted, and shameful deaths from a disease we know how to prevent. And Endless Loop adds, Piñatas are cool. Not into wax fruit. Piña colada cum shots or aluminum Xmas trees. Although I have strung lights on a plastic ficus. And Glory Boy adds, I wonder if there is a list of suspect fake cream pies. The last film I saw where I was suspicious of fakes was quote-unquote planting seeds, especially Simony's and the second scene, which I don't understand as I have seen Simony do two other vag cream pies and a double anal cream pie, and those looked real. Brackets, especially the vag pies, were deaf real with no cutting slash editing, so it's not as if she isn't receptive to the idea. And PL writes, well, I can tell you in... <laughs> and PL writes, well, I can tell you in quote-unquote internal explosions number 04... Three of the scenes were faked beyond doubt, and one was questionable. From what I understand, Stoney Curtis does a bit of cream pie faking. I've been fortunate enough to not see a lot of obvious faking. And Astronite replies to Glory Boy, I had the same problem with planting seeds. After questioning it in my review, I received an email from Jordan, brackets which I later added to the review, stating, Let's talk straight. All the boys had a real internal cum shoot. I've shoot the last two scenes in the movie on the first day, 
And then I shoot the second and third scene on the second day. Simon and scene were the last on the third day. On the first day, all my colleagues said that the amount of the cum were not enough in Laura's, Maya's, and Melanie's cases. I know how much these boys usually make for cum, and it seemed to disappear in the girls' pussies. So we decided to help it and make some more come out. Now I see it was a mistake. Again, we did not fake the internal cum shoot. We made more to come out. In the next volume, I will make sure the follows. One, no more help. Brackets, but sometimes this means we'll have not much coming out. These boys are working every day, and sometimes they just don't have enough cum. Or if the girls have a deep pussy, it's just disappear? I cannot help much on to not making a cut before the cum. Many times the boys are not able to come just while they're fucking the girls. They need to help themselves with their hands. They get close to the coming point and then go back into the girl's pussy and doing an internal cum shoot. So that is the story. And Astronite replies, Funny you should mention that. I just watched Fuel Injected 2 the other night, brackets, review coming this weekend, and I think I questioned virtually every cream pie in the movie. You weren't allowed to see much of the cum before the girls drank it, but the little I did see looked pretty close to real. Unfortunately, I think four of the five scenes had the girls taking a facial from each of the guys after the cream pie. I'm aiming to get interracial cream pies reviewed for this weekend, too. And after what I saw in Fuel Injected 2, I can't say that I'm going in without skepticism. And Astronite finishes the thread by saying, After watching Stoney Curtis's Fuel Injected 2, brackets, review in today, and interracial cream pies, I'd suggest that anybody wanting to avoid fake cream pies avoids anything he makes that supposedly contains cream pies. I'm not sure that there was a single real cream pie in either of the movies. Sadly, I bought cream-filled holes before reading Dan DeMann's review, which seems to have the same problem. I suppose I'll get around to reviewing that one. Someday. And we'll finish this episode by reading from subforum The Porn Pool, subforum The Porn Pool Forum, page 615, in a thread started by Angelus entitled, Holy Crap! The Sickest I Have Seen! Caution! And it goes like this I warn you before you read this that it is truly disgusting. Guys, everyone has a fetish of some sort. My motto is, quote unquote, what gets you off gets you off. Who cares? But I think I have just seen the sickest fetish yet a snot fetish. They are MFX-produced vids. These girls are blowing snot right into the girl's mouth, all over the face, and having a girl lick it off and swallow it. No, I didn't watch it. I just saw the vid caps of it. That's all I could take. Question is, I wonder how big of market is out there for this type of fetish. NPL replies, Okay, my first reaction is to laugh at the mental visualization upon pondering it. It's disgusting. Agreed. As for the market, I don't know, but it's not my market. And Kataboom writes, I don't watch any of that. Makes Mr. Woodrow limp. Frowning emoticon. And Tanaka writes, Is snot worse than shit? And Tanaka adds again, A solo snot-eating series has stroke potential. And Angelus writes, Honestly, IMO, I have seen the scat vids, and don't get me wrong, they're sickin' also, but imagine someone standing over your mouth and blowing gobs of snot in your mouth. A snot bukake. And Masamuni writes, Scat still takes the cake for sickest. I remember accidentally stumbling onto a site in my teen years. The image still haunts my mind. And Gunzo adds, I saw this vid cap from a Japanese quote-unquote scat bukake. Ugh. <laughs> hmm. I saw this vid cap from a Japanese quote-unquote scat bukake video. Lucky for me, I was drunk at the time. Snot is just funny and weird. And Hurab writes, the same thought occurred to me, and BTW, I generally don't like neither snot nor shit in porn. And Vodka Tonic adds, it just had to happen. 
It was a reoccurring joke on ADT a year ago when talking about what was going to be the next big thing in porn. Got link. And Nietzsche writes, I have to draw the line, it's not. And TDB writes, This is sort of appealing to me. Some of the gag factors get pretty messy, and Jim Powers, brackets or whoever that guy is, has the girls blow their spit slash snot slash etc. Mixture out of their noses sometimes, and I find that hot. What is FMX, and where did you see these videos? Got any good links? And Godfather replies, Snot fetish? Well, at least it's not Belgian transvestite goat fuckers. And Angelus replies to TDB by saying, A site I go to has them for download. FMX is the absolute number one in producing the most extreme vids you will ever see. They are the leaders in the scat fetish market. They also have snot, spitting, domination, pissing, diarrhea orgies, asphyxia, drowning, ass-eating, belly-punching, and even chloroform vid. I mean, who in the world has a chloroform fetish? Think of the absolute craziest freaky stuff, and they have it. And Okie Doll replies, Diarrhea orgies. Now that is a new one. Does one have to have a series of shots after doing something like this? And Buffy writes, MFX sacked equals fake. What I heard from reliable sources, and this company sucks anyway. And Angelus writes, Fake? The ones I have seen, I will bet my life on, were not fake. How do you fake shit coming out of someone's ass and directly into another's mouth? Now that would be a trick for David Copperfield. And Buffy finishes the thread by adding, It's cake. Well, I hope that uh, you all have such strongly held opinions about the pornography you watch. Certainly, there's some people who watch pornography and just sort of, like, get what they want out of it. But certainly, on the other hand, there are people who are heavily invested in the fantasies provided by pornography. And uh, there's a place that they can get together and talk about it. I think it's uh, funny that the name of the website is Adult DVD Talk and that people are still buying the physical discs uh, up to a decade ago. I, didn't, I, don't, I think the closest we got timeline-wise was to about six years ago uh, in discussing some of the videos, but uh, this forum is fairly old. And as always, it's great to know that the internet has provided a place for people to get together and talk about their pornography obsessions. I don't know if I told this story before, but back in like 1990, 91, I was visiting a friend who lived in Amsterdam and we were living in the red light district and there's a bunch of adult shops there and I bought three really horrendously gross magazines. And one of them was called Shit Lovers, or Shit Lovers 2. And uh, when I came back to the United States and I was living in Milwaukee with my college roommate and I used to come home and find him reading the magazine and just be like, he would just be like, nauseous and he'd be like I've been trying to desensitize myself to this for the last hour <laughs> he would just be like just uh, so nauseated and it was something that like you really you know, I still have them but like they're so gross it, it will make you want to barf but um, nowadays I mean back then this is 1990 that sort of thing was um, very rare and like the you know the most that you could uh, run into like in the next five years was like downloading some crazy five part uh, photo on AOL and then recombining it and being surprised that it was those Metis videos or photos from that those lady pooping uh, her nylons or whatever back in the in the 90s so much pornography and exposure my brain is destroyed I don't think I've ever known anybody in my personal life 
who has been so involved in pornography that they were like had their favorite starlets or anything like that. Um, it seems like there's so many now. I mean, how do you keep track? Certainly, gone are the days when it was just like Seika, Tracy Lords, etc. What I'm really trying to say is I wish there was anything that I cared about so deeply that I could talk about it with people on the internet. Not really. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of ridiculous. But people's passions are their passions. I think I found this because of the Garbage Day episode of F Plus One when there was the P versus Snot spike in donations. It was a, uh, if you haven't listened to that, go watch it. It's pretty funny. It just sort of brought Snot on my radar. And through Googling that, I came across this. And then I just read this one post about Snot. So let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks again to everyone who supports the podcast on Patreon. Please, if you have, please, if you would like to do so, write a review of Lou Reads the Internet for You on your favorite podcast streaming service or place where reviews are allowed, or write it on a note and put it in a library book <laughs> something. I really appreciate it. And of course, as always, if you want a magnet, please email me at loureads at gmail.com and include that you want a magnet and your address. Sometimes people just email me an address. Sometimes people ask me if I still am giving out magnets, but they don't give me their address. And then I have to email them back and say, yes, give me your address. If I, if I ever don't have magnets and you give me an address, I'll just apologize and say, I don't have magnets. But if I get more magnets, I will send you one. Just send me the address. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for You, Adult DVD Talk Edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.